This is Hope FM. Come, a very, very special guest. A big welcome to the studio to David Davis. Hi, David. Hi there. Thank you. Uh, nice yeah. to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good to good to be back. It's been a lot happened between last time you sat in that chair, isn't it? Because we we've had a little thing called a pandemic in between. Yeah, and and I've got a lot greyer since then as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the for people obviously who didn't hear you on the radio uh, before tell us a wee bit about what what you do for a living yeah so i i'm the the, the owner of uh, bournemouth fitness group community interest company which is basically uh, a, a company that within the community that goes around helping people as many people as possible um to live a healthier lifestyle um most of the training is done outdoors i.e on the beaches or in the bandstand if uh, if anyone sees me in uh, fisherman's walk in southbourne um where my clients are and I've just taken on a, a, a good group, a large group of uh, over sixes in Christchurch, um, which they're enjoying it immensely. I must admit, on a, on a weekly basis. So you're the new Mr. Motivator in the in the locality. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But uh, I enjoy I enjoy what I do. I, I love my job, and I I love getting people. Uh, to, a, to a fitness standard or a healthier standard that they they were before they they approached me. Um, it's interesting, you because know, as you know, I drive to the studio at unearthly hours, you know. But the number of people who are out jogging, cycling, you know, I mean, it's it's encouraging to see, isn't it? Because people are obviously, you know, wanting to get fit, wanting wanting to, you know, uh, be get in shape, of course. Especially especially after the pandemic. Um, I mean, I saw it myself when we were in lock the, the first lockdown and there was nothing going on. We weren't allowed out or it's like an hour, I think, walk that you could have exercise outdoors. Um, uh, and then I think after that was kind of, uh, we'd gone through that particular phase and then the government said we can go back out again. All of a sudden, I became absolutely overwhelmed with with clients wanting to to go training um and i'm pretty sure other establishments and other you know mm-hmm. uh areas where people wanted to kind of get themselves fit they were out there um a lot more people as you say running cycling walking um yeah, yeah. it was amazing the whole works and of course we, you know when when you have wimbledon on the t- on the tv <laughs> and, uh, and we've got the commonwealth games coming you know and uh, well uh, now well tomorrow no is it yeah tomorrow the european uh ladies european football starts tomorrow as well yeah so all of that you know fitness stuff you know in your fitness i've just actually come back from barcelona uh and uh i was on a my very first stag do it was my youngest son's <laughs> stag do and apparently it's not traditional to if I have your dad there you know but um anyway i was there but i was with a group of uh, young fit guys but obviously the whole conversation was about football obviously we had to go to the football stadium in barcelona mm-hmm. uh, but of course uh, you know when i listened to the conversation the jogging the running the cycling the surfing the whole works you know is very much part of their lifestyle you know yeah. so they'll yeah. say well they'll leave it to the ladies to you know lie on the beach <laughs> and get the sun get the rays uh, but the, but the lads you know full of activity so needless to say I, I had the feet walked off me in Barcelona. I wasn't running around because the heat was a bit too much. It does get quite but, hot. But there, it's yeah. great actually that that you know that people have that fitness consciousness. But you, is it important to have a, somebody like you, you know, to help people along? People maybe so. Your clients, why why do you think they give you a shout? What is it that motivates them to want to have a bit of help? I think well, most of my clients have come by recommendation. To be fair, as as much as I, uh, I, I like to believe advertising works, most of them have come through recommendation. Um, and I think 
the motivation to continue and to make exercise fun. Um, because sometimes you can go to a gymnasium, I'm not saying all gyms, but people feel intimidated by them. Um, you, you've got the muscle men there uh, and you've got the, the, the leotard brigade, I suppose. Uh, and my clients are on average age of 50, 51, 52. Um, and, you know, they've gone through life doing a variety of different things by work. Um, having children uh, and then they kind of lose the concept of fitness because you know they're looking after other people and of course time's a big thing isn't it like you need a set time time. is a massive big thing and I think when you set yourself a a time period to go to the gym I can quite easily be uh, lapsed one one would say Um, whereas if you've got someone like me and you're committed to that individual, then you, you've got a responsibility, you know, rather than just going to the gym by yourself thinking, I can, I can skip today. And, of course, the whole thing is enjoyment, isn't it? I mean, I mean, people talk about being punishing, you know, pushing the body to the optimum. But, of course, you don't have to do that to get generally fit. You've got to make it fun. You've yeah. got to make it fun, which yeah. I include in, in all of my sessions. We, we have to have a laugh or else, or else you know, uh, that's part and parcel. Best smile on your face. Well, I can't think of anybody uh, other than yourself uh, who would be, you know, in, in a good shape. So it must have been a bit of a shock to you uh, what happened. Uh, but in order to get you to the doctor, <laughs> you had a wee bit of nagging, I understand. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, I, I call it nagging. I, I think it's gentle persuasion. <laughs> Get yourself to the doctor! <laughs> gentle persuasion, though it took a, probably two and a half years. Um, yeah. yeah um, two and a half years, is that all? <laughs> yeah, is that all? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you always think of yourself as being fit, and I believe I am relatively fit for, uh, 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 you know, for my age. And the fact that, you know, on a day-to-day basis... I'm also seeing people that have got problems, whether they be hip problems, whether they be heart problems, yeah, whether yeah. it be arthritis. I've had none of those things. Um, and then to go to the doctor, because my wife kept saying, you need to go because you're getting up during the night, three, four, five times a night to go to the, 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 the bathroom. Um, and I just thought, okay, you know, to, to, to stop the, the, this gentle persuasion, go to the doctors. Um, and I had a test. Uh, and that test was the doctor basically came back and said, I think you've got a swollen prostate gland, um, and I think you need to go for further tests, which I did a blood test uh, that came back positive. Um, with prostate cancer, you do a, a what's called a, a PSA um, blood test, which measures the, 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 the actual um, blood within the, the actual cancer or any, any cancer uh, cells. So... Um, with that in mind, and when I got the results back about two weeks later, nervously kind of thinking, you know, there can't be anything wrong with me, I should be fine. Um, but you still have that doubt. Uh, and the test came back and I said my PSA level was 21, when the standard PSA level ranges from one to three. And if you go over four, that's when the worry starts in relation to a form of cancer. So when it was 21 and having gone through the websites that you go through to look at these things just to scare yourself even more. Yeah. Um, I, I was absolutely shocked. I absolutely went for shocked. I went for a, a, a test that might quite a few years ago now. I should be going again. Uh, but the, I found that waiting was the worst thing, you know, because it, I thought I'd get the results there and then, you know, and say, no, oh, you're okay, Blair, you know, fine. Of course, the, 
like you, they, they said it would be a couple of weeks. Yeah. And you said you'll either get the red light, the green light, or the amber light. And oh, crikey, I, I went through agony for those two weeks, you know, waiting for the results, thinking, uh, fortunately, uh, I was okay. But, of course, I haven't been for a while, so you're, you're, you're there as a, as a reminder Ian and I, <laughs> and, and and this is what it's all about. It's it's making pe- people aware. Yeah. What was going through your mind when you got that news? Because I mean, obviously, you're Mister Fitness. You you, you know you. you uh, did, did it freak you out? <laughs> yeah, it was disbelief. Um, when the doctor told me, I was sat there in a room with the doctor and a nurse, um, and he told me. I actually looked round to see if he was talking to someone else because I, I just didn't believe what he was saying. And then everything kind of went blank, and he was talking to me what the procedure would be next. Um, and I didn't hear a thing, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much in shock. shock yeah. yeah. Now, of course, the whole point of getting yourself checked out earlier is because if things are discovered early, they can actually do a lot. Because yeah. if you're sat here now, thank you, God, you're now cancer-free. You know, yeah. you're, uh, Had you not gone, of course, it might be a different story. Absolutely, which is the whole part of this campaign um, to which uh, I'm involved with Action Hampshire, which is an organisation based in in Winchester. Um, And they support companies like myself, non-profit companies um, within the community to help make people aware of a variety of different things socially. Um, And one of the campaigns that they're currently running is uh, uh, awareness of cancer, uh, prostate cancer within black men. and I have been supported by them to actually spread the word. Um, no, it's not only for black men, but the fact is men in general are with prostate cancer. I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but there's 47,000 men get diagnosed with prostate cancer in UK every year. Um, and 12,000 of those men die. Which is which a very high level, isn't it? And, and even Extremely more tragic high. when a lot of it, of course, is preventable. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's one in four black men that will get is it, is it Is it higher then? So that's yeah, 20, that's 25%. One in four, one in, four uh, in, in comparison and to one in eight Caucasian. Why particularly black men? They, they really don't know. They, they, they don't know whether it's a dietary thing. They don't know whether it's just a, a, an hereditary thing. Or So it's, they're currently doing studies. Um, and this because this is a kind of a fairly new... Uh, uh, a highlight which is which has come to light within the mm. medical world I say fairly new within the last 20 30 years and they haven't yet done enough studies to be able to kind of put a finger on it now of course, it doesn't automatically follow that if you do go to the bathroom a lot that you've got necessarily prostate cancer but it is one of those signs I think one of the one of the other problems is is you know there, there's not that many symptoms is there which you can sort of say you know that would prompt you to say there's something wrong here I need to go to the doctor there isn't, um, and that's another thing which uh, I know they, they seem to be doing a lot of studies in, in um, you know, could there be symptoms spotted a lot earlier to, to help them? Um, but within the prostate itself, there's not a great deal of, uh, of symptoms they can, they can put their finger on, basically. Yeah. Um, it just seems to be that going to the bathroom is probably the most common. Yeah. The most common mm-hmm. yeah. But then, of course, as you say, Anna, and you, you drink a lot of water, of mm. course, and so on. So, so I guess that for some people, you know, uh, it might be natural for them to, to go more to the bathroom. So drinking a, a lot more. Uh, the good news is that you're now clear. Yeah. What was the treatment like? Um, invasive. Uh I had to have my entire prostate removed. Uh, so you had surgery? So I had surgery. 
um, by a, a robotic uh, surgery, um, which is done by a very skilled surgeon. Um, very precise surgery, but it, it lasted three hours or so. Um, and then you then have to kind of go through the recovery stage. And that's that to me, psychologically, is probably the hardest bit is the recovery. Um, because like any operation, every operation, there's a risk there, risk factor. But we have such a wonderful NHS service. And I know people sometimes moan about it, but it, they are terrific. Um, so you can put your trust in them that, you know, everything will be fine. But it's then the recovery, and that's more of a mental uh, thing rather than a physical thing. And I suppose the fact that you were pretty much in good shape otherwise that helped. would have helped. That helped. Um, my surgeon basically said if I wasn't as fit as I was prior to the operation, my cov- my recovery, especially with my PSA level so high, would not have been the way it, it, it went. Um, and within six weeks, I was back on the beach training, training my clients. So yeah. that and that, that he, they were saying it should take about 12 months to 18 months. Uh, uh, I was back in six weeks. Now, having but very fortunate, having made the journey, of course, now you're very keen. One of the reasons why you're here mm-hmm. today is to make it the rest of us aware. And I guess the big message is get yourself checked out, irrespective. You may feel nothing, but it doesn't cost you anything. Now, is that a request to the GP? That is a request to the GP. Um, because there's no screening for, for prostate cancer for men, as there, there probably is probably a lot more screening uh, for things like breast cancer, uh, lung cancer, and so on and so forth, but there isn't any form of screening um, with prostate cancer. And this is something because, again, it's, it's still a very new disease, which um, they're still trying to work out how to, to kind of uh, get through it. So... Um, it's up to the individual, uh, but men from the age of 45 upwards, onwards, they really should seek uh, doctor's advice by getting a blood test on a regular basis. Um, and then that way you'll keep check of you know your blood levels within the prostate itself. Now you're starting this exciting campaign and you're doing some events which are funded. Tell us about what, what's planned. Yeah, as I said to you earlier, um, uh, Action Hampshire, which is a an, an organisation, um, they support community uh, organisations that are non-profit. Um, they have got a, uh, a campaign um, which I'm supporting them in this particular campaign and it's uh, prostate cancer awareness uh, within within black men. Um, and as I, as I think I said earlier, prostate cancer doesn't just affect black men, it's it's all men. And quite high numbers. Tell us those numbers again. 45,000 was it? So it's 47,000 men will get diagnosed um, in UK uh, and 12,000 of those will die. So the ratio of kind of uh, 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 of, of of that breaks down to one in four black men will get prostate cancer uh, every year in UK, and one in eight Caucasian men will get prostate cancer. So we're looking at nearly twelve thousand men or dies, one hundred and twenty-five men a day, uh, mm. which is crazy, uh, particularly when it's preventable particularly when it could be preventable if it's caught mm. early mm-hmm. which is why this campaign is is all about the 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 awareness and bringing the awareness to people to get themselves checked because um, it's so important to to kind of help help that awareness to encourage blood checks um to encourage um seeking certainly seeking help 
as soon as you get any form of symptoms um, and and even if you don't get any form of symptoms if you've got an hereditary uh, historic history within your family men with prostate cancer you should be getting checked as well so the the first message is get yourself a blood test request that from your your GP whether you feel any symptoms or not once you once you get to that age 45, 50 45 yeah yeah yeah. Um, that's the time. That's the time to to, to get it. Now, the, early prevention. The, the the events that you're starting because you're starting this month, aren't you? You got some yeah. The twenty third of uh, Saturday, the twenty third of July, um, within the uh, the Sovereign Centre uh, in Boscombe. I don't know if you you've, uh, people don't actually know because I, I I blinked and I missed the place myself. It's called IAC, which is the. Uh, 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 it's all about culture uh, organisation. Uh, it's, it's in the Sovereign Centre, In the it? Sovereign Centre, opposite Lidl, mm-hmm. in the Sovereign Centre in Boscombe. So on Saturday the 23rd, uh, between hours of 11 and 12.30, I'll be conducting uh, a cancer awareness seminar where I'll be having and hosting uh, a presentation. And actually, I'm going to be giving some some good advice about exercise, some good advice about the awareness, what, what to look out for. And I'll also be giving some nutritional advice and fitness advice because all of those things marry together. Um, as we know, uh, there is a, the, an element of presen- pre- prevention of cancer if you attempt to keep yourself relatively fit. Uh, but not just cancer, but all diseases, basically. And is it open to... I mean, I know you're, you're particularly concerned about, about black men because that, the level, as you've said, is, has been higher in, in black men. Yeah. But is, is this event that you're doing, is that for everybody? It, it is. As far as I'm concerned, that event should be for all men. Uh, and of course, I would like women, if at all possible, also to attend because, as I said to you, it's my good lady that kept nagging me. Uh, and if women are also aware of that, they can say to, you know, they, they recognize things more quicker than we do as, as well, men. Well, that feminine intuition, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> um, so, so yes, as, as much as the campaign is about black men, as much as, uh, 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 Action Hampshire have said to me, make the awareness because of black men i'm of the ilk that all men so i'm i'm happy any color creed that, that comes along so event number one as you say 23rd of july yep. have you got and have you got some ideas or some things planned for going forward um what in this particular event or yeah. um well yeah i we'll, say so in the in the event itself it'll be kind of teaching people to kind of how to look after themselves um, and, and what to look out for. Uh, and, of course, I think that's such an important factor. Um, and because I've said to you before, especially within the, 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 the black community, is diet is diet an issue? Well, we, we don't know. But the fact is, I know, being a black man myself, uh, and, and the, 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 the rich foods that we eat um, with lots of spices, um, is that something that we can tone down on and concentrate more so on plant, on not just plant-based food, but to eat healthier uh, and obviously to, to drink less and to drink kind of more uh, more refreshing drinks. Well, we started by talking about general fitness, didn't we? And, and I guess that that is important, isn't it? And uh, Absolutely. Take good care of yourself. That's the message, really. That is the message. Um, we we look we look at ourselves 
uh, as as human beings that you know we 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 run from one place to the next um it's it, the lifestyle that we live in the 21st century so far so quick we kind of forget about the individual which is us um if there's if there's anything wrong with our car we'd be taking it straight to the garage yeah. um but when we look at ourselves which is the only body that we're ever going to get yeah. we tend to to just leave it and say oh that'll pass bury your head in the sand um we'll worry about that later yeah. i guess you know for all our macho-ness and so on you know that we're frightened of of going to the doctor many of us you know although i guess we're equally slow in admitting that there might be that little bit of fear there because uh, Many of us would rather not know if there's something... And, and that's the issue. Yeah. That is the issue. But, of course, against that, you know, um, you know if, as we've said, by, by taking that action, uh, then you, you can avoid a uh, high percentage being able to avoid you yeah. know, things progressing. I mean, you, you can't stop it, but you can, you can, you can obviously either slow, slow it down or as long as you uh, uh, make it... Uh, you're aware of it much quicker. Yes. Uh, therefore, treatment can respond much, much better, uh, and you've got a better chance in survival. Now, if people wanted to uh, contact you, have a bit of a chat, not just about obviously about the, these special events that you that, that you're doing, uh, maybe about the general fitness or whatever, um, or maybe invite you along to talk to your group or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? The best way to contact me um, is is via my my email address, which is david at Bournemouth Fitness Group, cic dot com. So it's David at Bournemouth Fitness Group, cic dot com. This is Hope FM.